If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. And welcome. Welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast. Welcome. Now, just we just wanted to caveat this first few moments of the podcast by saying that it may sound a little unusual. You may get a bit of a double jewels in your life. And that's because... Which isn't a bad no, thing. No, never a bad thing. You can never have enough jewelsy. Uh, I forgot to put my headphones in. Possibly crew. And we only realised <laughs> just as Jules finishes his coffee cake story, which is here for you to enjoy now. Welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast, where today, dear listener, uh, operation renovation is very much (laughs) underway. Things are being sanded as we speak. So I am podding from the car in front of the house. That's right. That's where I am. Jules is currently sat in his car outside his house talking to himself. That's what's (laughs) happening right now. If somebody walks past, they won't understand People, no. Still, I know hands-free has been available for, what, 25 years now? Still, if I see somebody driving along and just talking, I'm like, they've gone mad. Like, that's what I'm still <laughs> like. Even though I, I talk to myself calls. constantly. I do calls while I'm walking Willow and I'm constantly, like, people are chatting and I'm like, I'm so sorry, but I'm on a conference call. I'm on, I'm on the phone to my best friend talking about Kylie's wine. But I'm like, I'm so sorry. Um, I am just on a conference call. I, yeah, I can't I'm on talk. the phone. I'm on the Hi, I'm on the phone. <laughs> oh, love. What a, I mean, dedication, Portslough crew. There it is right there. It and is my middle just, name. It's my yeah, middle name. He shows up every time. It's not... Floors are being sanded, no problem. The podcast will still get... 
I'll just take this out to the car. If anyone needs me, I've got an, I've got an image of Dutch knocking the window with a coffee. <laughs> he did offer. He did offer. I was like, we don't have time for that. Sarah and I are on a schedule today. I was like, I'll just, I'll just dehydrate for the next hour. I'll just dehydrate. I want no interruptions. Under no circumstances, knock on my window. Just deal with it, whatever it is. Sarah, speaking of coffee, um, so I had on, um, I think it was Monday night, I had the worst night's sleep ever since living in this house. We went to bed and, sorry, let me just wait for my neighbour to move his Aston Martin, which is so loud. God, money's awful. What a moment. I'm trying to record a podcast here. Could you not drive your vintage designer car? Thank you. Um, so we went to bed on Monday night and I got into bed and I just could not get to sleep. And you know when you're like tossing and turning. But the mattress from the spare room has been removed. So there wasn't even an option to move into the spare room and have my own aura just vibrate at its own frequency. Sorry. So I went down to the end of the corridor and started dragging the mattress up to put in another spare room. And I was like, I'll just sleep on the floor. I'll just sleep on the floor. I don't want, I didn't want to sleep downstairs. Anyway, Gosh, it's like a squat. <laughs> anyway, Dutch, we had a we had a bit of a row at like one in the morning yeah. as this is all going Things on. Things were tense. Um, yeah, yeah. Dutch went down, bless him, and slept on the sofa. So he gave me the bed. I I had every sleep meditation on. I tried reading. I tried. I was like, there must be some sort of like Radio Four podcast on mechanics that's going to bore me to sleep like there must be something some sort of hard I, I think you need hard medical intervention at that point so i didn't get to sleep till half four <gasps> the no half four in the morning Awful. um and i woke up at six and i like cancelled my zoom pt i was like I, I literally need to sleep i'm so 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 tired and it really knocked me off kilt and Dutch was like, why do you think you had that night? And I was like, I, Dutch, I just do not know. I don't know what's been going on. And then I was like, what had I done to make me stay awake for so long? Oh, dear. <laughs> I had the biggest slice of coffee cake at like 8.30. And I have a feeling that it was so, there was so much coffee in the coffee cake that I came up hard. No, no. I thought you, I honestly thought you were going to say, I had two massive coffees at seven and it must have been that, not coffee cake. Well, I think it will have been coffee cake. I did have a chai tea latte at four, but there's no chance that chai tea latte no. would have sent me that west. No. And I just don't, but I, I literally think like, I said to Dutch, I felt like I'd been to a festival the next day. I was like, I, I should have just drank a bottle of wine. I should have just drank a bottle of wine and had a big night out because I would have felt better than what I do now. Yeah. And I think, I honestly genuinely believe that coffee cake ruined my Monday night sleep. Good heavens, beware, Port Crew, a tale of caution, go steady. Yeah. I mean, when Let you... this be a lesson for your baked goods. <laughs> did you, where, where did this coffee cake come from? From whence? So, and this is where it gets a little bit fishoir. It 
was a friend's birthday cake and they gave us a slice when we dropped off a little birthday cheese board for them. And they were like, oh, do you want some of this cake? It's coffee, not coffee and walnut, just coffee. And I was like, oh, sounds great. I think whoever made it must not have used decaf coffee. They must have used like strength five. I mean, when they gave it you, was it, I mean, can only assume it had been soaked in some sort of an espresso, like you might do with a lady's finger ahead of a tiramisu. Firstly, really enjoyed tiramisu. Really enjoyed that. That was very microwave territory. I'm here for it. Um, I think I think they whoever baked it maybe is not a coffee drinker. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, had yeah. used industrial strength. You know the kind of thing that midwives drink, like yeah. just to get them through the night. Yeah. I think. Yeah, sure. This is like, if I, because I don't drink coffee, so if ever I make a coffee for someone, it's either, I mean, effectively hot water, or it's blow your face off, you're not going to bed tonight, here's a cup of coffee. Oh, Sarah, if, if ever, back in the days gone, if ever you made me a coffee... Like I would brace my, I'd be like, I'm going, we're podding at Sarah's, so I wouldn't have, I'd skip a couple of coffees, because I was like, Sarah will make me a coffee and it'll absolutely knock me about. Oh, you should have said. Honestly, No, it was your thing. It was totally your thing. I make ridiculous, it's because I don't know what I'm doing. I can only assume that when you dropped that cheese board round, they were thrilled. They were like, quick, pass this damn cake on. We haven't slept for four days. Quick, <laughs> we'll have to get rid of it. Pass it on. Do you want some cake? If anyone can hack it, Jules can. <laughs> yeah, give it to them. <laughs> oh, love, what a thing. What a time. In the car, sleep deprived, architects phoning, people sanding down floors. I mean, it really is. I, I thought I had a lot going on because I had to go to Dunelm this morning. That's what I thought. And the post office, all in the same morning. That's a lot for me. Also, I think you'll really appreciate this. I ran into Sainsbury's. We needed milk. I thought, why? while I'm here... What were here, you doing, running? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Not like you. I say running. I, what I mean is rushing, which is a hurried walk at best, right? I wouldn't run. I wouldn't. There's, I always feel that there's a there's a risk of tripping when one runs, and I, I that's a risk I'm not prepared to take. So uh, <laughs> I went in Sainsbury's. I thought, oh, while I'm here, I'll get the cheese and tomato Sainsbury's sandwich, which is like it's basically party food. That's what this sandwich is. It's not it's not a grown up sandwich. Grabbed. I thought, I will do the meal deal. Come on, let's live. Grabbed a packet of crisps, thought they were prawn and cocktail, the bloody smoky bacon. I'm absolutely gutted. I can't believe it. It was only when I got in the car that I realised, and I can't bear, as you know, Jules, I cannot bear a meaty crisp. I just can't I... stand it. I'm a vegetarian and I die for a smoky bacon crisp. I love them. I yeah. absolutely love them. There's no meat in them. So for me, it's like the dream. Yeah, it's the best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thrilled with it. Finally, Save them, I'll have them. <laughs> yes, I'll send them, I'll send them your way because God knows I'm not doing them. But something, and we will come on to this in more detail later on when we talk about June, but the headline is, the van has arrived. Oh. The van. Well, that's so good because oh. 
my Sheila news is about vans oh. unpacking and things moving. So this, I is, mean, this is very much dispatch unit <laughs> content. Portslough crew, something to look forward to a little bit later in the a little bit later mm. in the podcast. That's what's coming. <laughs> Van chat. Um, but yes, Julian. Julian came down this morning. So Julian went and picked up the stuff from June's yesterday. June was out there, clipboard in hand. Um, the labelling, I mean, the extensive labelling that has gone on in all these different items. It's, I mean, it's next level. She has been labelling things since September, is all I would say. Um, but anyway, and then... She's been labelling handles, handles. Oh, my, yeah, yeah. Box. <laughs> yeah. And uh, anyway, they, and then they drove. I don't know what time they set off, and I did mean to ask them, but I'm going to say perhaps two o'clock in the morning. They set off, they got slightly diverted, but they were on the doorstep at ten past nine here from the north. They'd driven from the north this morning, and they were on the doorstep... They must have set off so early. So early. Look at you, taking it in, working it out. (laughs) Hmm. But they would, of course, they're doing what all good drivers do. They're beating the traffic, of course. Mm. Anyway, Mm. so they they arrived and then there was a lot of stuff, which we'll come on to. There is so much stuff because if there's one thing I need at the moment, as I'm trying to get on top of this house and all the stuff that we moved with, it's more stuff. Have your so, teenage diaries been sent? Yeah, the lot, every inch, every line. Um, so they've all come. Um, but there was some stuff that had to go upstairs. And I was really, I was very impressed because Julian took his shoes off. And I thought, that's nice. That's a nice touch. He's driven down. He's taken his shoes off. I said, Julian. All Julians would take their yeah. shoes off. <laughs> yeah. All Julians would take I mean, their shoes mm, off. Yeah. Julian is not a heathen name. <laughs> no, he, he was representing, of course. And mm. um, anyway, he took his shoes off. I said, oh, that's very polite. And he said, that's how we do it in Cheshire. I thought, very good, Julian. <laughs> that's very what good. the wags want. Yeah. <laughs> that's what the wags demand. <laughs> the things he will have moved, the things he will have seen. And then he's... Have I told you about the house in Cheshire that um, my mum once went to and they had hooks in the wall and the woman was like, they're for my hair. And it, she had hooks oh to hang gosh. her hair extensions Great. on. My mum died. Brilliant. What on earth was your mum doing in somebody's house that had hooks for hair, <laughs> for hair extensions? Her friend was moving in. So mum ah. went to do a viewing with her. Sure, what's these hooks? Uh, yes, I, can, I thought, God, I thought she'd been kidnapped for a moment there. I thought she's broken down and Sheila had been pulled in and forced to have hair extensions put in. <laughs> <laughs> that is Sheila's nightmare. <laughs> it is. It oh really my is. gosh, it really, really is. Well, look, we should come on to more gripping van chat very shortly. Um, but first of all, will we do a bit of correspondence? Oh my gosh, let. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jules, look. Would you have a look here? Have a look at what's arrived. Oh, heck, that's quite a big package. There's a right, absolutely, said the actress to the bishop. Quite the package. I actually here. didn't mean that in the euphemism, <laughs> euphemism manner, but as soon as I said it, I was like, oh, well done, Jules. Now, <laughs> I'll, be honest, I'll be honest, Portslough Cree, quite often, correspondence, it can hang around a little while. You know, I mean, especially now, there's things coming in, there's things going out, you know, things can get misplaced. This is hot off the press. This arrived yesterday. Okay, so here we go. It says, the only distinguishing marks, I like that they put Jules and Sarah, exclamation mark. I like that. Yelling it. Yeah, yeah getting, getting a letter, Jules and Sarah. Um, and it, it says, please do not bend. Other than that, there's no markings. Right, let's Portraits, have a look. Portraits, is it? I think it might be, oh my gosh. Oh, it's very involved. Oh, oh my gosh. It is, it is portraits. Oh my God, I didn't think it would oh be Oh my gosh. Okay. Has so my this... nude finally resurfaced? <laughs> yes. Ah, yes, it has. <laughs> so this has come in from freelance illustrator, designer and mural artist. If you need a mural, Laura Francis Heitzman is your girl okay and so she sent it this is fabulous look at her look it's all now it's red and pink which is my absolute favorite upon favorite okay we've got a card oh my gosh cheers right cheers to friendship 
Oh, that's okay. exquisite. And there's a couple of passion fruit martinis, which also... In a coupe glass. In a coupe glass, which I really like. And this card has been designed by Laura. Cheers to friendship. There it is. Dear Jules and Sarah, last summer, I opened up on Instagram about how I was struggling with my mental health. A wonderful friend from school, Sam, hi Sam, replied to me and opened up about her struggles too and mentioned your podcast and how it brought joy into her life. I immediately pressed play and I have never looked back. There have been times I've listened to your gorgeous voices all day, so much so I've realised I keep talking to, talking like you both. I'm so thankful I ah. found you. That's great. I'm so, I thought you were going to say you talk back to us, which I also really enjoyed. Mm, I'm, so, I'm so thankful I found your podcast and I'm even more thankful for the huge back catalogue. Oh yes, Laura. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, there's a lot of episodes. Working from home by myself has been a challenge, but with you two playing in the background, I feel like I actually have work friends. You are both just amazing, and I really hope you know how much joy you bring to people. Congratulations on the new houses, the gorgeous dogs, Jules, the engagements, and Sarah's wedding. I know how sad it is that you can't get together to record the podcast right now, so I drew something special for both of you to say thank you. I wasn't sure what size you prefer, so I printed it in A4 and a three. I really hope you like it. Hopefully you'll be back together in no time. Lots of love, Laura. Isn't that a lovely, oh, lovely note from Laura? The okay. thoughtfulness, the thoughtfulness oh. that's gone into this correspondence. Just, I'd just like to say, take a mental note, Port Salute crew. Yeah, yeah, this is, <laughs> this has really raised the bar, actually. Okay, <laughs> so are you ready? Are you ready? Here is the illustration that Laura has done of the two of us. They are such lovely images. And actually, what Sarah and I really love illustrations. We yes. really, really, we talk about illustrations quite a lot, don't we? Yeah, and, um, well, it's fan like, art. It, well, yeah, and it's quite surreal for us having fan art, but we actually <laughs> completely love it. I, I, I look young, which I'm very yeah. into. You look very young. And I really, really like how white our teeth are. That's goals yes. for me. That's that's what I'm working. I might take that into the hygienist and say, you see this? This <laughs> yes. is what I'm looking for. And actually, the shade of tan that you've gone for, that's something that I aim for myself. Yeah, yeah that's so, goals. I mean, yeah. terrific. Completely terrific. Thank you so much. I really look forward Laura. to seeing that home in your house, Sarah, as I'm sure you do in mine. Absolutely. I can't wait to come around and see it. What? I will, we will definitely, I mean, we'll put it in the Facebook group, the Portslough Crew Facebook group. We'll put it on the Instagram. That is next level. And I love that she's put them on. I love that you've been so kind to print them in A4 and Yes, A3. they're really, oh my gosh. The print quality is second to none, just to say that. And I love that you've put Jules and Sarah, the podcast established 2015. That's fantastic. Oh. Isn't that great? That is so, so good. Laura, thank I you. Love that. Thank you so much, darling. Please do send us things. Now they don't, we should say, we're very happy with a ratty postcard. We are just, you know, we mm. love a tasteless postcard that perhaps, I don't know, got dropped in a puddle. That's just the sort of thing that we really enjoy. The so back of a napkin. That. That's oh, okay. Absolutely. Write it on a cigarette packet. We really don't mind. 
just send it to us and thank you Laura because this is I mean this is next level correspondence um we'll give out the address at the end of the podcast and um, but please do get in the facebook group where we'll put laura's um amazing portraits up please do get in the facebook group which is of course the port salute crew now sheila and ken i've been thinking of them i've been thinking about sheila waking up in a new home trying to find a tea towel and watching dressage go past the window Oh, bless them. They've had a really like emotional time and they were, um, so Port Salut Crew, they are now fully moved out of our family home. They've gone, it's happened, it, they've moved on. Um, I felt for them because they were going to call and do a final walk round and mum got too emotional. She said, I can't oh, do it. I'm really oh. sorry. I can't do this phone call because I'm in bits. Like, we just we'll have to move on i was like don't worry you didn't show it us before you moved in you're not showing us when you move out don't even stress about it mum i was like all good here um but she said there's been a couple of because i said you know how was the process how was things going in and out what was it all like because it happened over a few days and um i said how was it putting your stuff in storage and she was like well, I already regret putting in half the stuff. She's oh, already yes. been like, oh, I need that. Oh, no, it's in storage. Oh, oh no, gosh. it's in storage. Sheila, it's so <laughs> familiar. Ken and Sheila had a conversation of what the weirdest thing that they put in storage was because she said there was, lo there was lots of panic, actually, of what they could and couldn't take with them because at the time, Port Salute Crew, they are in rented accommodation where they're in between houses. They're waiting for their house that they're going to move into to sell. Yeah, um, I wanted to ask, actually. I did mean to ask because I really have been thinking of them. And can I just say, I've dined out on Ken's plant storage. I've dined. I've, I'm telling anyone, oh, listen, it's my, it's my story of the week. <laughs> Gloria, you know? Gloria at Sainsbury's told you <laughs> <Yeah>. to shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have got a big queue here. You're going to have to move it along. <laughs> Um, what I did want to ask was, is the new house, have they been able to take any of their furniture with them? Is it furnished or... No, so the house that they're in on the equestrian centre at the moment <laughs> yes. is, a, is a, it's um, it's like a holiday let. So they have, they changed bed linen, they've got everything there. So like, Ken and Sheila haven't got the kettle there. They haven't got plates there. Like, oh it's, my God. they've gone oh into a house that's got furnished everything. Furnished and then some. Furnished to yeah. the I, I think I'd, I think I would want my own kettle. I have to say that. I mean, I I'm sure I mate, they did take their own pillows and duvet. They did take oh, all yes, of good, that, but it is good. It is a like um, a serviced house. It's a serviced house. You know, no, Ken and Sheila don't do anything by halves. Anyway, Ken decided <laughs> that the weirdest thing he put in storage was a plastic tub that collects the rainwater from the drains. And yes, she, and Sheila, surely, surely she, that could have been left. Surely that could have been left in the house. <laughs> Irreplaceable, Sheila, apparently. <laughs> Sheila put her her waste paper bin from her office into storage that she's since she's since thought has got paper that should have been recycled in it. She was like, "I'm paying to store my recycling." I'm paying that she didn't. End <laughs> oh, that's so a... it's sat there with all her torn paper and bills in it oh my gosh that's um, hilarious and then I said then I, I was like so how was packing I said you know because she had packers in I said yeah you know you're not able to observe anything she said <laughs> she said she said they moved at such a pace that she couldn't keep on top <laughs> 
I'm sorry, it's so hard for me to tell this without laughing. They moved at such a pace. (laughs) They moved at such a pace that she couldn't keep on top of how quickly they were moving. (laughs) She she made a spare bedroom a safe space and she kept running around grabbing things and being like, No, I need to take that with me to the to the house in the in-between house. And so she she says she stood at this spare room, arms across the door, being like, "You don't take anything from here. This is non non may pass, non may." But then she heard the desk. There's a desk in the hallway that was being packed up. And she saw, she saw it going into the sto- into the storage van, and then she realised that next door's keys were in this desk. Oh my god. And so she said she had to like leave her safe space, climb into the back of this van and get in and get the keys out. And they'd even, she said they'd even wrap the keys in tissue paper. She was like, oh my, oh my god. gosh. And it just escalated and escalated. So anyway, they've then <laughs> they've then gone to the equestrian centre where they're now living. And Sheila said, I said, you know, did the Packers leave anything? And she said, well, they left my lucky horseshoe. And I said, what? <laughs> I was like, what? Well, I mean, if, like, if, if there was anywhere that it would have fitted right in, it would have been the equestrian <laughs> centre. No. Surely. So I said, I said to mum, I was like, oh, gosh, I don't know about this lucky horseshoe. I said, where did you keep it? And she said, under the kitchen sink. I said, what do you mean? She said, well, it just seems like a good place for it to go. It's always been there since you were born, this horseshoe. I was like, oh my God. Then, um, she then said, when they got to the equestrian centre, she's been so nervous that the staff are going to think that she's stolen this horseshoe from one of the barns. She's now keeping it in the glove box of her car. And so I was like, well, oh, how gosh. is it? Like, have you settled in? Like, how's it going? And she said, um, she said, well, we've met other people who are living at the equestrian centre. She said, the guy next door to us is exactly the same as us. He's in between houses. He's waiting for his house to complete. And she said, on the other side of us is the groom for the stables. And Sheila said, he is dishy. She's yeah. thrilled. Yeah. She said, he's very, she said, he's lovely. He let yeah. us in. He was very nice. So that's really where Sheila is. She's hiding horseshoes in her car. Yeah. She's got a crush on the groom and she nearly got locked in a storage unit. That is my mother. <laughs> the tale of the life and times of Sheila in 2021. Good heavens. What a time. What a thing. A place that she never saw herself. I'm no. sure of it. No, no, no. <laughs> place she could never have imagined. Oh my gosh. We've Never. got, I found a horseshoe here. Um, there's a horseshoe because we've got a little cellar and when you open it, there's some hooks at the top, not for hair. There's some hooks at the top and it's got, a, there's a horseshoe perched on top and I was going to sling it, but perhaps it is a lucky horseshoe. Oh no, I'd keep that. Yeah. I'd keep that. That sounds like it's a luck charm for the house. Great. Yeah. No, I'll hang on to it then. Just keep it where it is. Don't move it. <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. No, we need it. Oh my gosh. Speaking of horseshoes, <laughs> yeah. how, how, how is dressage rider June? <laughs> yeah. Can I just say, for the record, June, 
I don't, I've never seen or have any knowledge, no living memory of June ever being near or on a horse, ever. Which is quite surprising because June strikes me as somebody who would ride side saddle. She'd just know. <laughs> no, June will get driven. That's what will happen. June will get driven in a, in, a golf, in a golf cart around the place. That's what you're <laughs> thinking of. Not, not riding side saddle. No, she'll, she'll get ferried about. Um, I think June... it's the headscarf that throws me that makes mm. me think that June would be a rider. Yeah. That's what it is. Can I just say no one is more sick of their own hair? in this third lockdown than than my mother nobody wants a blow dry more than june <laughs> sorry the, the postman just crossed in front of the car and looked in and saw me and jumped <laughs> <laughs> I was like, i'm scared too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's brilliant so june okay so i went back and, and forgive me if I've, I've bored you with this already on the podcast I went back through my messages to see when June first had that kernel of an idea of sending things down into the van. And I can confirm it was August. So that's how long we've been off. <laughs> There's been pictures coming through on WhatsApp because what June has done is not only she's got the initial things that she knew she wanted to send down, she's then added Christmas presents, and then she's also um, added some extra bits that she had around the house. So what she'll do is she'll send a picture of a very much miscellaneous item on the WhatsApp group, and then us kids will all go, no, we don't want it. But rather than leave it there, June would then like to persuade you as to why you would like the item that you've said no to. And there's been a whole... It's quite the dragon's den, oh, isn't it? Oh my gosh. Since August, dear listener, I might remind you, since August... I mean, can I just say that after now that we know that Julian and his clean feet have delivered yeah. and the van has come, June must feel such a sense of relief. Oh, what a yeah. build up. I think, you know how they talk about uh, mother of the bride who after weddings don't quite know what to do with themselves and have to go on a cruise. I think we're looking at that sort of situation here. This has been a big, June's been gearing up for this. I think this probably did get more of June's attention than my wedding, to be honest, getting Julian to come down in the van. She didn't have to do as much labelling for the wedding. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, no, although my napkin ring was labelled. Yeah, just like to... <laughs> that was just yours. One thing that did come down uh, in the van was the excessive amount of CDs that... John Hillcock, my beloved dear husband, owns. Okay? Because he's such a music lover. He's such a music lover. We're not just talking about a small box of CDs. We are talking about, you know, a sort of, you know, the racks the that towers. you get. The towers. The towers, exactly. We're talking about six, about six of those racks, right, all full of oh, CDs. Oh, heavens. Yeah. That's... That's like a city. It really is. So they'd gone off up to Dunes for storage purposes and now they've come back down, right? Um, anyway, mum, <laughs> to get them ready for Julian, mum and dad took them out of the garage and put them on the driveway, right? And it was quite the scene, apparently. It was quite the push me, pull me, the me to you 
resting in between steps because they were heavy, right? And they had to shout. And I have, I have moved things with mum before. And what she'll do is when she can't go on, she'll just shout, stop, like this, right? <laughs> I once bought a dressing table and had to carry it down the street from the flea market to where I was living in Brighton. And there was a lot of stop. And if you didn't stop, she would threaten to just drop it there in the street. You had to stop if you were told to stop. So she was over, you know, she was, it was like she was overwhelmed by it all. And then apparently Julian turned up, just picked them up one at a time, completely effortlessly, just popped them straight on the van. It couldn't have been less of a bother. Mum, you know, he just picked them up. It was like it was nothing. It was like he was just, you know, picking up some wrapping paper and popping it on the van. He just got on with it like this. Julians are strong. They, they are. are strong. Yeah, they don't make a fuss. Don't make a scene. Just no. get on with no, it no. like this. Anyway, mum said it was freezing. They were both in T-shirts. <laughs> she said, because let's not forget that currently June is sporting quite the black eye where she went to put the boot on and fell into the of door course. frame. Yes. How can we forget such so disfiguration? She, she, said, she said that he kept looking. Julian, <laughs> Julian kept looking at her black eye, but he didn't say anything. <laughs> kind of trying to piece together this story of what's gone on here. June stood getting rid of a lot of CDs with one heck of a shiner going on. Like that was it. from a mosh pit days. Yeah. <laughs> one last mosh, oh, that's what gosh. it was. One last mosh, my autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> my audio book. Oh God, will we do a bit of news from the North? Oh my gosh, let. This one comes from the Leeds Live. The best Chinese takeaways in Leeds, according to you. <laughs> Whether you like a sweet and sour chicken or something a little bit more adventurous, this list will have you covered. Uh, sometimes there's nothing better than a Chinese takeaway for the perfect weekend. Pick me up. I'll say. Leeds, 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 has a seemingly endless supply of great eateries all over the city, but we've rounded up the best Chinese restaurants that offer takeaway for delivery services according to you. With that in mind, we've trawled through TripAdvisor and cherry-picked the top 10 places in all four corners of the city. Some have been praised for their authentic Chinese food, while other customers have left positive reviews for their fantastic dim sum menu. Uh, one diner even described their local restaurant as the best Chinese in over a decade. God so heavens. if you're struggling, if you're struggling to find a good Chinese restaurant, scroll through the list below. You won't be disappointed. And this list, I'm just going to pick out the best reviews. I'm just going to pick out the best reviews. Yeah. And Portslough Crew, if you haven't ever heard Ken's review of the Ivy in Manchester <laughs> when he went to review it, I'll just I'll just bring it back up that that people from Yorkshire really leave quite direct views. And yeah. as somebody who is originally from Yorkshire and the entire of my family are from Yorkshire, I will stand by this. It, they just say what needs to be said. Absolutely. And Ken's review for the Ivy in Manchester was, 
it was absolutely fantastic. And that's... That was his review. <laughs> and that's what he wrote so... on their website. That's their... Yes. <laughs> that was their review. <laughs> yeah. So as we really take that into fruition, I would like you to... We'll just move it through the news. Uh, number one, Sweet Basil Valley. And that's on Green Lane Rawdon in Yeadon in Leeds. Um, uh, this comes with uh, Sweet Basil Valley has more than 400 TripAdvisor reviews so practically every single one rates it as excellent or very good Chinese. One person even commented to say that they had best sweet and sour chicken ever, which is high praise indeed. That is. Yeah, that really is. <laughs> Uh, number two is Tattoo, and that is on 29 East Parade Street, Leeds, which I'm actually a fan of Tattoo. Oh. Um, somebody's described it as the beef, sea bass and tempura are all top options. And that's as far as their review went. <laughs> uh, we've got number three, Man's Market on Wellington Street, Unit F, Westport, Leeds. Um, here, uh, somebody said... The best Chinese in Leeds, the Mongolian beef and duck char siu were incredible. Visited Man's Market many times over the years and can safely say it's the number one Chinese restaurant in Leeds. Uh, moving on to number four, Rice Paper, and that's on 223 Selby Street. What a nice name for um, a Chinese. A recent review said, I've struggled for over 10 years to find a Chinese takeout in England that were half decent. Got to the point that I gave up trying and I accepted that they were all average. <laughs> I, get that I, tried... <laughs> I gave up trying and moved to China. <laughs> <laughs> and, and accepted they were all average. But I tried rice paper last night and we ordered the deluxe menu for two to try a bit of everything. <laughs> it was perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Actually perfect. <laughs> Very hard to please there. Very hard to please in Leeds. Oh, God. I mean, the piece goes on and on and on. This is a great one for number six at Red Chili, which is on 6 Great George Street. Um, huge portions. Very tasty. More authentic than most. <laughs> <laughs> huge portions. God. <gasps> Can I just interrupt That's you? That's called a buffet car. <laughs> Uh, and this number nine, in the last one, it, Guru Restaurant Bar Takeaway. That's on 300 Harrogate Road, Moortown, Leeds. Um, <laughs> one reviewer said, it is something else. <laughs> what an absolute delight. Our meal was beautifully presented, freshly cooked and tasted amazing. They had a full gluten-free menu with all favourites, plus a vegetarian and vegan menu too. What a find. We will be back. <laughs> <laughs> And they'd love to have you. They'd love to have you back. Honestly, Portsmouth Crew, oh, if you gosh. ever have just a day where you're like, God, I need a, I need a real boost. Yeah. Just look for restaurant reviewers. They, they just don't disappoint. Yeah, There's they so really don't. In them. There's so many reviews. Just reviews generally, like, and, and if you, things that you wouldn't expect to have reviews probably have Google reviews. Parks public toilets do you know a lot of things like that that you just wouldn't expect and they're normally fantastic so enjoy enjoy Portsloo crew now my news from the north comes from the blackpool gazette let mm. <laughs> let us entertain you blackpool pleasure beach's quirky response to robbie williams revelations that he was tempted by the world's 
famous 125 year old attraction report so he was tempted tempted blackpool pleasure beach bosses have come up with a quirky response to refute national media speculation that singing star robbie williams could be its next owner reports have linked the former take that singer with the theme park after he suggested in a podcast that he could turn it into the monaco of the north Williams was chatting with with comedian Alan Carr on the Life's a Beach podcast some time ago when he said he'd been approached by directors of the world famous attraction to see if he would like to buy it. The former switch on star who was what the former switch on star who had a long affection with the town has often spoken of his childhood memories. He said he was tempted and wanted to put together a conglomerate of showbiz types to revamp it. But Pleasure Beach boss Amanda Thompson tweeted that the reports were fake news, but fun fake news. And a spokesman for the attraction said Blackpool Pleasure Beach, which is wholly owned by the Thompson family, has no regrets that Robbie Williams may have misunderstood that something beautiful like Pleasure Beach is available to buy. With a view beyond the sea from one of the big one, it, from the top of the big one, it's no surprise that he's interested. But for now, let us entertain you when we reopen for our 125th season on April the 12th. Williams, who grew up in Stoke-on-Trent, said on the podcast, I always remember you got 50 pence for being the first person to spot Blackpool Tower. This is how my fortunes reversed. We get on a bus at a working men's club and they'd put us on a day to Blackpool. We'd go and rummage around, do whatever we did, and then come back to Stoke-on-Trent and get on with our lives. A mere 20 years later, the people that own Blackpool Pleasure Beach wanted to sell me Blackpool Pleasure Beach. I'm tempted, but it's it's not ongoing. But I do fancy putting together a consortium of faces, and you, Alan Carr, are one of those. He added that he thinks end of the peer types like Carr, whose father Graham was once Blackpool FC manager, and himself could revigorate Blackpool. Williams is understood to be friends with Amanda Thompson, whose family have owned the park since it opened in 1896. Robbie is married to the American actress Ada Field, and the couple share four children, splitting their time between homes in London, Los Angeles and Switzerland. Just an add-on there, in case you weren't quite up to speed with what Robbie Williams was up to at the moment. Um, Jules, would you like a hypothetical question? Yes. I thought you might. I thought you might. Jules, you're going to like this one. If you could put wings on any species of animal, what animal would you choose? Hypothetically. Hypothetically speaking, of course. Now, I'm just going to say that these animals wouldn't fly with aggression. They would just fly very contently. Gosh. I think <laughs> Crocodiles, is it? <laughs> No, well, I was, I, I actually, <laughs> it was more just to hear your reaction. Frogs, I think, oh would God. be very useful with flying wings. frogs. <laughs> well, sensation! What a lovely image for me to take into my afternoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, she'd hate that, wouldn't she? Oh flying God. frogs. That'd flying be a real backlash. Frogs. Um, I do think. Hmm, something cute could be fun. Yeah. Something cute could be fun, like. I wanted to say bunnies, but then, oh, no. Um, 
bush babies, koalas, that sort of thing. Oh my God, flying koalas. Yeah, very sweet. So sweet, so sweet. I wanted to say flying dogs, but that would be incredibly irritating. No, yeah, we don't want dogs yapping through the air. We don't need that. Or the, no, oh my God, flying horses. Well, that like, how great. Yeah, well, horses came to mind first because, of course, the unicorn. It put me in mind of, and also I believe, and I can't quite remember, but I believe that my mum had, I believe that my nan had a sort of flying horse painting of sorts. You know, that sort of soft focus. Oh, how triumphant. Yeah. I, I'd yeah. love to see a picture of that. Yeah. I, I, I'd love that to be sent in. Let me think of that. Maybe, maybe was it nan? <laughs> God, I can't think now. I can't think. Um, so you, should we go with horse? It does lend itself very well. I think I think horse or frog. Horse or frog, lovely. The choice, the choice there. We shall hand over to nobody. Um, Port Sue Crew, we absolutely adore you for listening. We love you for listening. Uh, please write to us. Thank you so much again to gorgeous Laura. If you want to send us something or just write to say hello, we would love that. The address is the Port Salou Crew HQ, PO Box six six. Seven four seven <laughs> London NW5 9GH. And we do, of course, always finish on Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What have you gone for? Uh, I've gone for an affirmation, oh, and good. actually, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a whip ass <laughs> affirmation, this one, but I'm really into it. Stop doubting yourself, work hard, and make it happen. Yes, yes, gotcha. Personally, I think I really needed to hear that. And what I've got to I read it yes. this morning. I was like, yeah. Well, yeah, all right. Yes, I will. I bloody well will. Um, we adore you for listening, Portsmouth Crew, and we will see you next time. Bye. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.